Welcome to the Madhouse. Welcome everybody to a Wednesday edition of the Max Racing Podcast. This is episode 272. This is your captain speaking and the reason for the show being on a Wednesday this week is because tomorrow happens to be my fourth wedding anniversary and, you know, happy wife, happy life, as they say. Uh, <laughs> not, that, not that we have much choice in that, but um, I am joined once again by the new predictions champion, Travis Walker-Anderson, and the current reigning knowledge champion, El Jefe, Moses Marquez. You know, it figures that I get the predictions title on an AEW pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was no way I was ever going to get it. I mean, I remember, that was it double enough in last year when I got like one out of ten? <laughs> Yeah, was that was bad. Fell off a cliff. That was horrible. <laughs> I mean, I was a little bad. Hey, you had re- you've had redemption since then. Yeah, like we say, it was it was the first actual AEW pay per view, so obviously things were going to be a little shaky on predictions, and now we've kind of got used to things. Yeah, but now, now we've got storylines yeah, to follow. Fast forward, fast forward a year later, we're still going to give you hell over it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I give myself hell over it. <laughs> but I also say it was a good thing because it means it wasn't too predictable. Well, it wasn't predictable at all last year for me. Um, well, like, like I like I said in the uh, like I said in the chat and on the page, I went double or nothing. I went all in, changed my bet, and that's <laughs> why I got it. <laughs> you went literal double or nothing. Yeah, uh, like. What was it? There must have been like 20 minutes before the main event um, kicked off. No, actually, I think it was like an hour because... Um, I think we had just uh, got done with like the women's match. Yeah, because like yeah, the world we were, title we match like was going on. Straight, we were going straight into uh, about to start the... Um, uh, fuck, what was it? The John Moxley yeah. a match. And uh, we were like, well, okay. Hey, that that settled as co-champions. I'm like, no, fuck this. Because <laughs> I want to change I'll my change answer. Bet. I'll change my bet to try to get it. <laughs> yeah, I remember the, the world title match was coming up next, and I was looking at the clock thinking, we've got 20 minutes left. How much over are they going to go? And it went like 40 minutes over with the stadium stampede. Um, Hell, I, I was, was watching a whole other show. show. Oh. So okay with it. Yes. Worth every minute. It was worth it just to see fucking Hangman Page entering the field on a horse. Yes. And then chasing down Sammy Guevara. <laughs> I don't know that what it is best. about I don't know what it is about the inner circle trying to run down Sammy, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> the elite, but no. Yeah. First off, we gotta give kudos to Sammy. He not only outran a horse, he outran a golf cart. Yeah. He ain't making like, I don't know if, again. I don't know what, who's more impressive, him or the ref, who I swear to you was like stride for stride with that damn thing. <laughs> Referee's got to be fast. Oh, he was going, bro. Um, the other great bit was the suplexes all the way down the field. 
Oh, it was like a hundred suplexes. And then the cherry on top, he spikes Sammy's head. Sammy took most of the damn punishment in the match. Oh, but he's he's a kid. That's probably why they're like, all right, kid, you go out there and bump your ass off. Yeah. It was it was funny what that was. Uh, my daughter, she was watching the show with me, and she was just quiet throughout the entire show. She was tired, you know, just was she was about ready for bed. Mm. And then she's just sitting there, blank face, and then they get to the end zone, and that f- final suplex there, and she's like, touchdown. <laughs> now where's the horse? <laughs> now where's the horse? <laughs> yeah. Priorities, man, priorities. Oh, it was hilarious. Yeah, 100 yards of suplexes and a horse. And then just to think that Matt was the injured one going into this thing. Yeah, he wasn't really showing any signs, though. No, he, he he fought right through it. But that or, you know, the fucking camera editing. Yeah. Apparently, all this took eight hours of shooting. So so very similar to um, to the Boneyard match. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but they didn't have to make it like movie style for it to be good. They just shot them doing a bunch of shit and it was great. Yeah, that's the thing. It wasn't cinematic. It was just literally a brawl in a stadium shot how you'd normally shoot a wrestling match. Yeah, except I don't know how many wrestling matches start off like an NFL kickoff and they just fucking <laughs> charge at each other. And oh, that was great. I, th- I thought it was funny how they they had a ring in the middle of the field, but they barely even fucking <laughs> used it. Yeah, but they still did, though. They were wrestlers. They were oh, I know. attracted to it like a magnet. Yeah, it, it was great. I absolutely enjoyed it. It was really hard for me to watch the entire show because, like, AEW, that's my favorite show that's out there right now. Oh, and, again, I, I tend to get a little too hyped up over it. And with me being sick last weekend, fuck, I was struggling. And I, something, there was this, I can't, I don't even remember which part it was, but there's this one part where I jumped up real quick. I'm like, oh, shit, and it fell back down. That it was, was pretty, me. I would. It's probably when Darby almost fucking broke his leg. Oh fuck! Tony Tony Schiavone went live on Facebook after the show, and that was like the only question, and that was in the comments was, well, "Yeah, did you is see Darby okay?" <laughs> <laughs> this fucking crazy son of a bitch gets on like a fifteen foot ladder. He knows dude's not going to be there, so he's like, "I'm just going to hit my skateboard to this other ladder." What? Yeah. And then he oh. just comes fucking crashing down. I was like, oh, it, it's broke. It's a broke leg. I imagine. And then he ends up keep wrestling. I'm like, this guy is. I imagine that nuts. bump would have been worse if the ladder didn't break. Oh, yeah, seriously. Thank God for that. Yeah, he would have bounced off that fucking thing, poor guy. Well, I mean, it's not like that. Yeah. to not say risks anyway. I mean, look at his finishing move. Fucking A right. <laughs> Jesus. Thankfully, he this didn't do that for a ladder. He's got zero. He gives zero fucks about his own body. Nope. So I got to thinking about it, Dazzy. Hey, this this episode of Max should have been your uncaged special because it's on a Wednesday. Well, that and 
Brian Cage. Of yes. I, why didn't I put two and two together there? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't... I don't think any of us predicted Brian Cage, did we? Even though it was kind of a rumor going around. No, um, but, but the idea was he wasn't signed. Everybody was like, oh, he's still a free agent. He's still a free agent. And yeah. then come to find out this dude was signed back in January. Yeah, it was... Uh, I can't remember what... Um, Impact pay-per-view it was that was like his last one and then everybody like instantly was saying you know oh he's tied with AEW and then his like wife or somebody like just shut it down like so fucking hard and I'm like okay okay and then it everybody just like stopped talking she still works for Impact does Maria Santos still work for Impact I have no idea. So you guys watch the product. Is there a hot oh, match competing in the back? That's all you need. That's all that you need. Yes or no? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I watch it. Nope. I don't pay much attention to it. I was about to. Nope. You, she she sticks out in the crowd. <laughs> I I tell you what. Well, I mean, one person he does have behind him is Taz. First yes. off. The immediate first thing I thought is, oh, hey, it's Brock Lesnar and, and, and Paul Heyman. And then not 20 minutes after the show's over, I go online, and the first meme I see is, we have Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman at home, and it's fucking <laughs> passing Brian Cage. I died. Yeah, which I, I kind of get, but I mean, I also remember Taz very briefly managing Samoa Joe in, in TNA. Ooh. Yeah. Very, very briefly. I don't know why they dropped it, because it was so cool. Because it was like one submission machine passing the torch on to another one. Oh, yeah. yeah like can't two, have cool it, things. Was, it was like two weeks ago, me and Moses was recording the NXT AEW review show. And we were like trying to sit there and figure out who would be best for Taz to manage. Because we kind of could see that it was leading to that. Mm. So... Uh, maybe we we were it's kind of like teasing maybe Darby Allen, so maybe now since it's not maybe it's gonna build a feud with him, Brian Cage and Darby. Yeah, I mean I'm just happy to see Taz getting more to do because since he's been with AEW, yeah. all he's really done is like these backstage segments and the the buy-in shows on commentary. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I got to, I got to, I got to thinking about it, and I, I kind of like, um, them bringing people in and having like, old school people, as, uh, coaches and yeah. managers and whatnot. I yeah. wanted to shoot an idea to y'all since he's been in the conversation, Sting, and Darby Allen. That would work perfectly. My exact statement, I want to say a couple months back, is is Darby Allen is a combination of Sting and fucking Tommy Dreamer. I can see that. His connection with the kids, the face paint, the fact yeah. that he's out of his own mind, but not in a crazy on roids kind of way, like how Sting was. Well, he's but, he's screaming and yelling. I mean, we Darby we Allen's all know Sting. Throw myself at you. 
we all know Sting is going to be showing up in AEW. There's like literally nowhere else he would go. Yeah, maybe Impact again, but I don't see it. No. Yeah, I don't see him. I don't. I mean, I've only seen minutes of Impact as of recent, but um, I don't see him. I don't see the reason for him to go back. Like Impact yeah. seems like a whole new ball game than yeah. it once was. The, and there's nothing that he hasn't really done in Impact already. He's kind of already left his legacy there. Uh, so yeah, AEW would be completely new for him. Uh, no, not to mention Cody's favorite wrestler was Sting growing up. Yeah, yeah. Like that, the they called out the Stinger splash. Yeah. Yes. In his match, I'm like, okay, so he has to be coming. And I, I didn't he see it until now. We were with uh, Cody with the blonde hair and the same kind of tights as old school Sting. Yeah. Surface thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we do know Cage will be challenging Mox at Fighter Fest, but if we were recording this tomorrow, we'd know when the date was because they're announcing it on Dynamite this week. But I'm assuming it's going to be like June 27th because it was the 29th of June last year. So I'm just looking Saturday. We've got 6th of June, 13th, 20th, or 27th. Probably the end of the month. Sounds about right. Sounds good to me. I'm happy with that. Who knows? Maybe have a bigger crowd then, too. I wonder... Oh, I'm, uh, I'm sure. I mean, it. look at fucking WWE and their goddamn hockey ring. Oh, jeez. Oh, fuck WWE. I was hoping we didn't have to talk about them. <laughs> I was going to ask, have you seen this goddamn hockey ring? <laughs> no, man. Okay, so... Well, before we get to Rod, and let's uh, quickly say... Um, Great. Actually, do you know what? I think this was the most enjoyable pay-per-view I've seen from AEW so far, top to bottom. Um, and they had a great women's match with Nyla and Sheeta, new women's champ. Oh, fuck yes. Hallelujah. I fucking called it. I called it. Hey, good for you. Uh, I good think you were you. the only one that called it, weren't you? Yep. Yep. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Just when we thought the Nyla push was... Gonna just keep on the truck. In a way, I'm kind of glad that they're not being predictable with this monster push and they're giving it to Sheeta, who clearly has been standing out the last few weeks. Not only that, she's gonna have way better matches. Oh, yeah. Uh, I kind of feel like they've done right with Sheeta, what they kind of did wrong with Riho, with the international women's champion who didn't really stand out much. Um, but now we've got Sheeta, who's got a great personality. And she can actually kind of speak in English. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. At least the belt looks good on her, on yeah. Sheeta. It, well, yeah, I mean, she's a lot smaller than Nyla. The belt looks less like a bracelet on her. <laughs> I, it's so funny because, like, Riho, it looked like it, it straight up fit her perfectly. It was Rio. made for her. Rio was tiny. But, but here's the thing. But here's the thing that what got me watching the show was when Nyla has it, it looks like just a little tiny miniature title belt. But then when Sheeta puts it on, it kind of looks a little too big for her. <laughs> but yet, definitely too it big was on so Rio. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> But it it looks really good on her. I'm glad she's champion. I think she's going to have a decent run and become a big 
big part of the women's division. Yeah. Bigger than she already is. Yeah, maybe uh, breathe some new life into this women's division, which is kind of picking up. It, sta- yeah. it started off really slow for the past year, but it's starting to pick up now. Um, just a shame with the unfortunate timing of Britt Baker, who was on a hell of a roll as the top heel, but apparently it's not that serious, so she's only going to be out for a couple of months, maybe. Uh, Tony, on, on that live video uh, Tony Schiavone did, he said approximately six weeks. Yeah. That's not, not low bowling. I personally give her the whole two months. She yeah. is the biggest reason why that women's division grew as fast as it did. Let her get healed up and come back. It's a bone break. It is a slight tear, but it is a tear. Fucking give her time. Yeah, I mean, we were worried about ACL. She was going to be out in like nine months. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll take yeah, so I heard, I'll pull it. I heard, I think somebody said last week, like a year. Yeah. Or was what I originally heard. So that's, for, uh, that's the severity of the ACL injury. Yeah. But thank God she avoided it. Yeah, two months is a blessing. <laughs> Heard that. Uh, on the topic of belts, then, this was obviously going to come up. Uh, it really divided people the TNT Championship, which is, of course, unfinished. Uh, due to I don't the- care. You know what? Don't I've seen debut worse belts. something that's not done. That's that's just they, they that, kind of have to give him something. No. Fucking trophy. I mean, the, you know, the thing was, the the manufacturers couldn't work on it because of the pandemic and stuff. But that's been going on for weeks now, and they've announced like a couple, only a couple of weeks ago, that Mike Tyson was going to present the belt. So they knew they were going to have to, going to, have to present this unfinished belt before they made the announcement uh i have no like they should have i, I think it. i think no, what they're gonna got used to it tweaked it whatever i don't fucking know see what i'm being curious about is like you know are they gonna build it into a story about it like okay so cody has it it looks like shit. He's big he top dog it. in the fucking company. So he could like easily turn heel, which I don't see him. Ha- I don't quite see it happening, but it would be cool to see if he Cody was to turn heel and just be like, I deserve better than this. And then just be like, I'm going to go get it, this taken care of you know, and I'm... then come back. Just look fucking beautiful. What I really want to see is like a rematch with Archer. And then if Archer wins the belt, Jake gets on the mic and just goes, let's get the real fucking belt. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Like that. Yeah, that would be good too. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think Cody will pull a, a, a face Ric Flair move. He's going to randomly like bring it out in a, in a case and just be like, oh, well, you know, you guys gave it shit. What about now? And you debut like how it's supposed to look. I can hear Cody saying it exactly like that as well, in that exact way. I believe it. That's <laughs> why I said it, because it sounds just like how Cody would do it. But, I, I, I don't know. This is what I really like about AEW, though, is they don't bullshit people. They were open and honest about it, saying it's not finished, you know. But, uh, yeah. 
poor Excalibur. <laughs> so please don't yell at us. It's not done. <laughs> like now, I said, there, oh, there the PWG has... belt looks better than this. <laughs> like I said, I have I have seen worse belts. At yeah, least it's well... not a damn butterfly. <laughs> oh, he's done. I, I actually bro. saw people t- like this week giving the smoking skull shit. What the fuck? Never before in my life have I heard anybody talk shit about the smoking skull. Uh, no, I've never once heard. I've heard people talk shit about the Brahma bull. Yeah, I mean that was pretty ugly. It was just a massive round belt with a big ass bull on it. <laughs> it was weird looking. I mean, it was basically just like a normal belt, just enlarged. You got this huge bolt as a buckle. Yeah, it's a giant belt buckle. It's great. Kind of, kind of like Rocky compensating for something there. But... <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna talk shit about the Rock. Um, <clears throat> so Spears finally gets a win. No, didn't get a win. So he didn't get a win. We thought he was finally going to get a win, but obviously we didn't take into consideration the fact that they were obviously teasing that Dustin wasn't going to show up, but of course he's going to show up and just smash through him. Um, poor Spears. Is he ever going to get a decent run anywhere? Uh, I think... I, I'm hoping he does. I really do. I just hate that things are starting to open back up and want, by now it's they're kind of like starting to bury him again. Yeah. And that kind of pisses me off. Because he, like, dur- during the pre-tapings and all that, he was starting to look good and they were starting to build him up. Yeah, but he, now, was, yeah. he well, was looking fuck. good right from his debut, obviously with that damn botched chair shot to Cody. He looked like a killer. Yeah, they need to, he needs to drop the chairman thing. Yeah. They need to drop that. He's not doing anything with it. He's not even doing his little chair entrance thing anymore. So it just they just need to drop that completely. Yeah, he busted Cody open once. Yeah. And, and still a champ. <laughs> yeah. Uh I they build the crap out of this dude. They give him these great promos. And then he goes out there and just gets killed by Dustin, which is, I don't want to say it's fine, because it's not fine. Why would you build it so much and then they shit on him? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we know Cole, uh, Dustin's a veteran, um, but he's finally being taken seriously in AEW. I mean, he's always been like a mid-carder in WWE, and God forbid we talk about Black Rain in TNA. Ugh. Misty. Seven. Oh, I mean, yeah, we definitely don't want to talk about seven. <laughs> See, it, it's kind of, they backed themselves into a corner. You've got Dustin who you're trying to give, like, a final great run to, and then you've got Spears who has never had a great run. Whose fault is that? Everybody's ever booked him. <laughs> That's Apparently. This poor guy. He gets over... He's pretty okay, and he's not like the greatest thing in the ring since sliced bread. But he like he's in there; he can do his fair share. And every company just craps on him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Obviously, the ten gimmick got over as fucking WWE, and as soon as it got oh, over, yeah. Vince didn't like it. 
Vince doesn't like anything that gets over without his approval. Right. Can you hear him cheering? Yeah, but I didn't invent it. Bury it. That's, that's probably word for word right there. <laughs> uh, and obviously we knew, well, most of us knew, that uh, Mox wasn't going to drop the belt to Brody Lee. I don't, actually, yeah, nobody said Brody Lee, so that was an obvious one as well. Yeah, too soon. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know why they put Brody Lee in that in that match so soon. I have uh, no idea either. My there, whole thing is, is like they replaced him with like uh 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 what was it uh, what the fuck are the goddamn name Evil Uno and fucking uh, the other dude. Yeah, like, where the fuck have they been? Yeah, they just Super disappeared great. since Brody came in. Yeah, yeah, in. They, he debuted and then poof, haven't seen him since. Under new management. You tell me. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with it. I never really liked them anyways. Yeah, nobody did. <laughs> I were alright with them. They were okay. I, well, no, granted, I was a fan of them when they were the Super Smash Bros. Wow. I I just always thought they looked mis- mismatched. Like, obviously, you got Evil Uno, big, powerful-looking dude in a mask, and then you got the guy who looks like the lost member of the Viking Raiders. <laughs> yeah, they oh, they've always looked just they've always just looked awkward and it, I remember when I went to go see uh, AEW at the first one that I went to, um, Evil Uno comes down and pushes one one of the minions or whatever, and he like completely fell into one of the little lights on the side of the stage and like fell off the stage and he went to go reach to catch him and he's like oh shit I'm on TV I gotta stay in character and keep on going it was fucking hilarious you gotta stay in character so fuck you (laughs) Um, yeah so the hockey rink for Raw was just weird I didn't understand why they couldn't just do the same thing AEW have been doing because obviously that's where they got the idea it works for AEW so let's do it um, oh, they had one up them. I just don't. They 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 said everybody's been tested. They all work there. So why are they still spacing them out? And why have they got the sneeze guards around? They're not going to let the public in or anything. So why was the screen guards necessary? <sighs> and, and I was like, I seen them and nobody got checked. I got mad. Yeah. Bam. It, I got. It, I watched like the first maybe. I'll probably watch the first hour, maybe, of Raw. And it just seemed so awkward. Nobody seemed excited to be there. Nobody excited to be was excited to be on TV. Hey, there was no energy with them. They were just, like, fucking yeah. there. And, uh, and it was... The way they were spaced out was awkward. Uh, I just hated it. The, the, re- the reactions on cue as well just sounded like canned reactions. It's like a sitcom. Yeah. Each um, one of them had, each one of them had like a earpiece. Oh, okay. Now you say something now. <laughs> Cheer, whoop, <laughs> go whoop. <laughs> I go. Um, I mean, we had a good start though with a surprising new U.S. champion in Apollo Cruz. Um, not quite sure where it's come from. Like, like I said, it was a big surprise. Because Andrade, 
yeah, everybody thought Andrade was just one of Vince's golden boys. He's probably got bigger plans for him, but yeah, good good job to Apollo, the official, the tenth African American ever win that belt since its uh, debut in 1975. Wow, only there's ten. knowledge for you, Michael. Only ten. Yeah, there's only ten. The first was ever Coco Beware. Yeah, but there's only ever really been ten. Wow. It's, uh, it was like him, Bobby Lashley, r Truth. Uh, Orlando Brown, I think that was with that dude. Orlando Jordan. Hell yeah! <laughs> I was like, no, not Brown Jordan. Uh, yeah, there was that. There was a, and then there was a few others. I can't remember that. Ron Simmons win it in WCW. Yes. No. Yes. No. Oh yeah, Ron Simmons. Yeah, he's on the list. Nice. Um, Nikki Cross as well. Sounded fantastic just losing her. Actually, all four of them sounded fantastic in that promo segment with the Iconics. Um, but Nikki Cross just yelling at them about, you know, where she's come from and stuff. Um, I really want to see those belts back on the Iconics. But I'm, I've always been an Iconics mark, so. I just, I don't, I don't get the cat fight still thing. They're still dwelling over the I slapped you thing. And I'm like, okay, can we get over it? <laughs> well, um, you know, they're, they're buzzing buddies. You don't, you don't slap your best friend. And... That's why men are men. Yes. You're gonna, you're gonna get drunk and tell everybody you want to go out back and have a slap fight. You're damn right, I do. <laughs> um, and then one segment that I didn't like was, of course, the MVP lounge. I've never liked the MVP lounge. I think they've all sucked. I don't Here, like okay. MVP as a talk show host. Here's uh, the thing with, as soon as I saw it, it like advertised MVP's lounge or whatever, they should have had the VIP lounge in the fucking audience. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Thousand percent agree. You've even got the barriers. Yeah, that would have been cool, man. Like, put, like, fucking, uh, hell, I don't know. You could have put, like, some of the guys in there, and they could have just, like, you know they would have fucking done that in AEW. MJF would be in there, fucking Sean Spears, you know. Put some of the fucking heels or whoever he seems to be kind of, like, recruiting or whatever. Just have, like, some of the people set back and, nice chairs while all the other weird fuckers are just standing in random spots and they're just having a drink sipping champagne or something and then on the flip side I did like the fact that MVP kind of told um, the Street Profits what we were all thinking you know what the fuck are you doing <laughs> yeah thanks bro mini golf <laughs> oh my god what the fuck was that by the way what, what did was, I, 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 did, I didn't get that far into it. There was fucking mini Lucky golf. Count your blessings. No, it was not. No, 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 no. It started out as regular golf. They went to like yeah. a country club. I've been to plenty of country clubs, two of which like they play the PGA Tour on. Okay. I have never once had the fucking uh, club owner walk with me and tell me not to do shit. Okay. <laughs> and then so these fucking dudes get kicked off mainly because it's like. Hanson is just hacking the shit out of this ground. It's just, I'm like, I feel bad already. 
And they're like, okay, you're fucking out of here. They can't eat and shit. He pulls out a, what was it, the big old fucking mutton chop out of the ice chest. I was like, that's great. And then, yeah, then they end up going to fucking mini golf. And they're like dancing together. It's like a, it became like an 80s movie. Yeah, like, I mean, what the fuck is going on? They they tried like making references to like Caddyshack and Happy Gilmore. Yes, uh, I can't they wait for like so hard. What are we getting next? Mixed doubles tennis and then hide oh. and seek maybe. Fuck out of here. <laughs> when when's back backlash is in two weeks? So we probably do have like another two weeks of stupid games. Ugh, I, I, I don't know. I don't get it. Fucking stupid. Fucking stupid. I miss when tag teams used to wrestle. Yeah. Okay, well, here's, like, the thing, because I'm um, trying to remember. Exactly. So it was, um, 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 I want to say the Barbarian and somebody else um, against the Road Warriors back in the 80s. They had they had a, a competition outside of wrestling. You wanna know what this competition was? Bench press. Like do something like that. Yeah, I mean at least that's masculine. Do a ma- do a fucking uh, a triathlon. I don't fucking know. Also like APA back in the day used to do comedy segments. Yeah, but then they beat people up in bar fights. That was cool. And but those were funny. Let's not forget the ultimate part about these comedy segments of APA. They were funny. Yeah, and they had an office with no walls, but they did have a door. Yes. <laughs> like, I think it was Kurt Angle once that just came up to talk to him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Use the door. And he literally I... just walked around and came through the door. <laughs> Great. If only Kurt would. <laughs> Um, speaking of Kurt Angle, of course, we're going to see him tomorrow night back on NXT, even though he was fired as the referee for the cage fight. Yeah. Oh, Weird. yeah, I forgot about that. That's, just, uh... just strange, because Gulak's re-signed now, too. Yeah. Good for him. Happy to hear that. Like, he... I could not really see him go anywhere else. I heard everybody was like, oh, he'll just go straight to AEW, but no, why? What is he going to do? Like, that's what people, some people don't want to think. They're just thinking of, oh, he'll be great here, but great. Well, what are you going to do with him? Yeah. I, I, I could see him back maybe in like an MLW, if anything, and like he can like work with like Filthy Tom, but. I think he's, he's popular within WWE, but he hasn't really made that big of a name for himself to just show up somewhere else. Yeah. So, I mean, good for him for signing, but yeah, bringing up. Uh, Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher in a fucking cage fight tap out or, or knock out. Wonder how that's going to go. But it's, it all signs point to this is the end for Matt Riddle in NXT. Yeah, uh, unfortunately. I just really hope they bring the Lions Den back. Oh, please. We, did we only have like two or three of them? There was, I think there was like. I remember one with Steve Blackman. Uh, was it one with Owen? It was, yeah, Owen and... Uh, I think they were all against Ken Shamrock. Yeah, yeah, it was his match. Yeah, so I know Blackman had one, Owen had one, and there was one more... I don't remember. Nah. 
but yeah, they were very, very limited. They Still... built this cool-looking cage for like three matches. It was like a cone. Yeah. It was. But it was like it was, it was like a really tall MMA cage with a platform on top. Yeah, I had no idea what the fuck the platform was for. <laughs> Just in case anybody felt like doing a dive. Oh, that would have been cool. <laughs> Maybe we'll get it if they do bring it back for NXT. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, uh, I wonder if these dudes are going to come, like, taped up. Yeah. Well, I mean, Matt Riddle probably definitely would. He's already got basically an MMA look with the shorts and bare feet. Yeah, well, he never taped his feet in MMA either, so I'm sure he'll probably just be like, all right, I'm ready, let's go. <laughs> let's go, bro. Pick my flip-flop off in your face. <laughs> um, back on Raw, Umberto almost lost an eye. Um, oh, this is going to be like a constant fucking spot now. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna threaten taking somebody's eye out with a steel stairs. That so would have made the stairs match. What happens if they match. get thrown into the steps? Well, I'm no. giving on the flat part, but this would have made the stairs match between Big Show and Rowan much more sinister if they'd have fought this years ago. Right. It's been intriguing. Well, kinda. Uh, now, are now is uh, WWE still like doing pre-tapings? I think, yes, yes, they're doing, like, live, and then they're doing the next week on the same night. Mm-hmm. So they're doing it every other oh. week. Because apparently uh, another thing that's being repetitive is Nia Jackson, Ari Zane. Shock. Horror. Apparently. Uh, I am aghast at this like, thing that has never happened before. No. Yeah. Uh, uh, somehow, Kari got hurt again. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, she got busted open. I, I think she got thrown in. Was it the steps, actually? She got thrown into the steps. Yeah. Or so. it, That's yeah. It's going to get thrown into the steps if we're talking future tense. Um, and apparently it's a pretty pretty deep bleed. It just baffles me how there's still people that defend Naya. Because how often do we have to talk about her injuring somebody? Yeah, there's a difference between accidents happening and you not giving a shit. No. Like, people used to think Ahmed Johnson was a, was just, oh, he, he's just trying too hard. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing, and he went out there and hurt people for real. Guess what? Nia Jax is the Ahmed Johnson of 2020. But then everybody gives Goldberg shit. And Goldberg's off, been Goldberg's doing it his old. entire career. And, okay, so Goldberg hurt legitimately let's let's think about Goldberg's whole career for a second who all has he hurt besides Brett well obviously the extremes would be Brett and then Taker uh well when you're 50 something fucking years old and you shouldn't be wrestling <laughs> I mean I yeah you almost killed the poor fucker and and yeah you should be you know yelled at for that but at the same time what the fuck are you doing in there anyway yeah like Ric Flair wrestled into his fifties, but he knew his goddamn limits. And then, well, Nia doesn't have that excuse because she is a young lady. No experience. She's... We always said it... she was rushed to the main roster way too soon because she was still green as fuck. And you know, like five years later, she's still green as fuck. I have seen little to no improvement. 
yeah, okay, she she can flip, but she she Fuck doesn't. That, she dude. can't I control her own shit strength. About a flip. Can you throw somebody safely? Nope. Can you throw a punch without fucking potatoing somebody? <laughs> it, like, call me when you can do that. Like, that's what I care about. I don't give a shit about your flips. I don't give a shit about how your fucking Twitter action. I don't give a shit about you shaking your ass with Otis. I don't give a shit about that. I want to know that you know the basics of fucking professional wrestling and you can execute them without getting somebody else hurt. Especially the same girl twice in the space of a month. Seriously. Everybody kind of got it in for Kyrie too. I mean, she she got injured in that TLC match too. She, I don't want to go as far as say this, but she's delicate. Yeah. We uh we must protect Kyrie at all costs. Oh, that she breaks easy. <laughs> now, now answer me this. I've kind of like you know not been watching WWE, mm-hmm. uh, aside from yeah. NXT. You know. Yeah, uh, that doesn't count. But. Yeah. Uh, so, why the last thing I remember on Raw was seeing uh, Seth Rollins holding Rey Mysterio's mask. Yeah. So he's gonna host Rey's retirement ceremony next week. What the fuck? Which obviously means Rey's not gonna retire. Which hopefully it means that Ray is gonna retire from WWE. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's, he's obviously this is Seth's idea, so Ray's obviously gonna come back and you know. Um, I mean Moxley wrestled for a while with an eye patch, even though his eye wasn't really injured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. So yeah, I don't know. I mean. Maybe we're setting up Seth versus Ray for backlash. I can't see any other match he'd have. Uh, it'll be a triple threat for the uh, Universal title. Oh, or yeah. whatever With title Lashley it is. And then Ray cost him, maybe. Um, see, I, I think they're pretty set on a one-on-one, though. I can't even keep up with what damn titles are on what show. <laughs> Yeah, I think they're pretty set on the one-on-one with McIntyre and Lashley, which uh, is probably one of the best things that about MVP right now is he's really advocating for... Well, you know, when's the last time Lashley had a world title shot? And last week we were like, but he just got it randomly. And, you know, the problem wasn't yeah. with the fact that Lashley's getting a title shot. The problem was with the fact that they didn't build it. He just got the shot just like that. After 13 years of not getting a world title shot. Yeah, I love that line. And then McIntyre comes back with, yeah, well, well, well I waited 19 years. <laughs> uh, one up, you dummy. Um, triple threat. I mean, we just spoke about Nia. For going into this, there was no good outcome possible for me because Natty's just become an afterthought. There's already way too much Charlotte. And you need health insurance to wrestle Nia Jax. So it was a lose-lose-lose situation with this triple threat match. And obviously Nia now is going to challenge Asuka at Backlash. For the love of God, don't give her that belt. 
for the love of God, don't fucking throw her in anything. Yeah. Actually, just don't touch her. Just ring just the bell. Let Oscar, let Oscar fucking run the match, okay? You just, you just listen. Shut up and listen. Or finger poke of doom. Fuck, please. I, I, hey, I'll take it. I, I'd be happy, actually, seen. if we just cut this match down to green mist, kick, ring the bell, pin. That or oh. Kyrie comes out, look what you did to me, and then bam. Wouldn't dead. it be great if all the women that Nia's ever hurt just lined up? <laughs> Start lining up and just like, oh, I'm going to get a piece of you. Even Family Becky comes get... back. I may have a bump, but I still dig in the face. <laughs> well, well, she won't be showing yet. No. Uh, but yeah, she so... could just be like in the audience and like just throw a shoe. Throw a shoe. <laughs> in the nose. Yep. Um, that, yeah, so that was pretty much raw. Uh, wasn't really anything special other than the fact that they had wrestlers in the crowd and they still fucked it up. Yeah, they had like 33 people in the crowd. They were all NXT people who are not on a uh, like on TV constantly, but I saw like Shazi Blackheart. Mm. I swear to God, I thought I saw Dexter Loomis. Um, yeah. <laughs> he, he's like, just creepy motherfuckers here, isn't he? That guy, that guy is just haunting you. Well, yeah, every time, I, every time I walk into my kitchen, I'm afraid he comes sliding out from underneath the table. Maybe Dexter was actually the reason they were all spaced apart. Just stay, stay away from Dexter. Um, he's just, like, creeping around the corner. <laughs> Definitely caught a glimpse of Simone, the Rock's daughter, who technically made her raw debut before she's even wrestled. Right? Which is cool. Um, yeah, there was a couple of people I didn't recognize. Uh, obviously, we we had a few shots of um, Shafir and Duke. Uh, I think they were the loudest too, out of all of them. To be honest, even louder than Shotzi somehow. Uh, I saw uh, Shotzi, and I was like, "Okay, I'm good. I'm done." <laughs> just bad. just stick with that camera angle, right? <laughs> um. I would watch. I would watch a solid three hours if the camera was on her the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering now if they're gonna have like anybody from Raw or SmackDown in the crowd for NXT. They should. That would be hilarious. Yeah, just See, like, Kevin Owens and shit. Fucking ruin. <laughs> it would ruin it. All all they really need is Asuka. She's proven she can cheer people on. Oh, yeah, just have Asuka on one side and Kyrie on the other. Okay, so if they were to do that, you know how it would be. You would have The Fiend on one side, Bray Wyatt on the other side, <laughs> King Corbin on one side, fucking Asuka acting like a lunatic. Like, it, it would just be so fucking weird. Yeah. Now, hold on, you forgot the puppets. Oh, yeah, the puppets hiding it. Like coming out of the corners of the ring post or something, you know. No, I'm good. Uh, and Leave the NXT people in the audience. I'd, I'd like to think that they're going to learn from their mistakes and maybe do better with having people in the crowd next week, but we all know WWE don't learn from their mistakes. No. I mean, it's taken them two months 
to copy this idea from AEW anyway. Yeah, dumbasses. <laughs> Even though everybody has been saying all along, it's working, AEW had the right idea. Ah, we're going to keep doing empty shows. Okay, but there's no atmosphere. Yeah, but we don't want to put people in the crowd. You got to think about being contagious. While people are wrestling. They had their one fan there, and that's all they needed. Oh, yeah, the giant fan that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and he puts nobody over. <laughs> no, because he's that fan is over. Literally. <laughs> over their fucking head. Because everything's over their heads when it comes to good fucking ideas. Yeah. Uh, oh, the only other thing, uh, Edge, again, cutting a great promo, um, but we're still not sold on greatest wrestling match ever. Even Samoa Joe's not sold. Oh, Samoa Joe's face when they kept saying greatest wrestling match ever was just completely dead, drawn. No reaction from Joe. And inside I he's thinking, it. they are fucking ruining this <laughs> okay so when it comes to this I, I haven't been watching it so i haven't really known about it so they had that little video package promoting it or whatever and then once they threw it on the screen you know the match where it was a picture of or in picture of edge it said the greatest match and the fucking song that they used oh man i I literally stood up, walked outside, <laughs> slammed the door behind me. I was fucking pissed. I mean, don't, like, don't, do don't not ruin my show. I love me, that movie. Yeah, exactly. Don't get me wrong. I love Greatest Showman, but it doesn't belong in wrestling. Hell no. Like, I would be okay with it again, like, fucking AEW, because then <laughs> it might actually be damn believable. <laughs> But, I mean, that's the theme song for a backlash, too. You, If you're going to use that song, use it for WrestleMania. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm supposed to believe that a B-level pay-per-view is the greatest show ever? Yes. So, when, when, when the hell has backlash became the greatest show? <laughs> like, for real. It wasn't oh, even great in 99. We had Rock and Austin. I, I enjoyed... Say. I enjoyed Backlash, like when I was growing up and starting to get into wrestling, because Backlash was like you know the next one after WrestleMania, so it was the Backlash of WrestleMania. Yeah, you know, and I enjoyed it. It was good. I loved it. it but now I'm like, what the fuck? Makes no damn sense to me. And now they're gonna put. Taint, one of my favorite musicals. Uh, <laughs> hell, I'm fucking pissed. I mean, there have been some pretty big moments in Backlash, like Shane jumping off the friggin' thing, uh, Hogan winning the title from Triple H. But I mean, still, it's it, versus it, Big Show. Yeah, I think like, that was back in the day when everything was good. Yeah. Uh, I, I was not. I thought that was just the song for that match, Oof. and then like the next day, I saw. I want to say I saw a post in RWT or something. How it's like 
they said something with uh, uh, Braun Strowman and Miz and Jamo or whatever, and how that's like, they, I can't remember what they're calling that, the greatest triple yeah. threat. No, they actually like, have the greatest wrestling match ever as part of the Backlash logo on the match card. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid. So that means every match is going to be the greatest match ever. Right. This, this is like you. This is the pay per view. I would think they were doing in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah. You're telling me. And who who even sings it? Because that's not the original version. No, I I have no idea. This is some other. Oh wait, bull crap! It's not. Uh, was it Panic at the Disco? Did it, is it that version? I'm sure they. Could no, it's it. not. It's not Panic at the Disco. It's not right. Hugh Jackman. It's not. This is like maybe like another Broadway soundtrack. Maybe. Oh. Well, we know it's not CFO covering it because they're done with WWE. Peace yeah. <laughs> out. And I doubt they've got Jim Johnson back to sing that. Oh God, no. Just so fucking weird. Um, okay. I said that Double or Nothing was the most enjoyable AEW pay-per-view I've seen so far. Also, this week's Impact, I think, was the most enjoyable one since I started watching it again the last month or so. Well, I guess I know what I'm doing after the call. Yeah, it was, good. <laughs> it was really good. Um, Nevaeh finally got physical, but I can't help but feel she's like a carbon copy of um, Raquel Gonzalez. Same look, same gimmick. Only difference is she's a bodyguard for Havoc rather than Dakota Kai. Like Havoc needs a bodyguard. This is the part where Mike is going to listen to the show and start cussing me out. <laughs> because like he sent me like this long ass like um voice message of who Nevea is. Talk about her. She's awesome. And I'm like I, I don't I've already forgotten like five seconds after he sent it to me. I love the fact that Mike is on a break but he's giving you things to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's pulling the he's pulling the uh what's the what's the dude's name? Fucking dad. Uh, Done. He's pulling the old done move. Yeah. Kevin Dunn. You got 10 seconds. Oh, boy. Mike, you're much better than Kevin Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. He's, Mike is still on the show living vicariously through Travis. <laughs> <laughs> the way so, it's meant to be. <laughs> so who is Nevaeh? Mike? I mean, Travis. Oh, no. I don't know. I told you. He said that to me, and then five seconds after he sent it to me, and I heard, I don't forgot it. That's why. That's why Moses is the knowledge champion. He's supposed to know it. I don't know Impact. <laughs> the funny thing is, if you Google Nevea Impact, you get deodorant Nevea Men Dry Impact and Sprint deodorant. Nice. That's what I'm talking about. Literally yeah, every was... every result. Is Nivea deodorant? <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to. I was supposed to talk about her like two, two, three weeks ago. I think <laughs> nobody seems to know. Who talking she about is. her now. Well, damn it! It's well, too uh, late. we'll have to wait till Mike comes back to find out who Nivea really is. 
<laughs> Google it. Yeah. Well, I tried and all I got was deodorant. He tried and he got deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Hey, Mike is officially better than Google when it comes to wrestling. <laughs> it's like when you Google no. David Otunga and you just get a bunch of results about Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Um, we've Well, we're going to see a tag match next week between... Uh, Kiara Hogan and Steels against Kylie Ray and Susie after the, the beatdown this week, um, which was just really Mean Girls kind of stuff, you know. Uh, so Kiara and Steels are kind of talking shit to Kylie after sh- they bump into her, and then Susie just kind of creeps out of another locker room, and then they both get beat down. Speaking of Kiara Hogan, she just tweeted. Sorry. <laughs> what, what, what did Mike tell her to tweet? Do what? <laughs> what did Mike tell her to tweet? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I just, I heard Kiara Hogan and it reminded me that she tweeted something. <laughs> <laughs> you just got a notification, Kiara Hogan tweeted. Yep. <laughs> and then I clicked it and it's talking about uh, Kylie Ray. Oh, okay. Um, I finally enjoyed a North segment too. So oh, that's shocking. Yeah, because I've hated I, these couple of segments they've been doing, but the match was obviously with a cinematic match at the Dina compound um, with the mystery partner being Wheels, who just walked, this big fucking guy walks in, and the camera shake. The, the only thing they missed out on doing was having like the Jurassic Park thing of a cup of water shaking <laughs> damn but yeah he was a big big guy um, I won't spoil the result um, because it was I, I, honestly I didn't really know which way it was going to go because you've got the North defending the belts and you don't think they're going to lose them in like a ridiculous compound kind of match but then you've got this big guy coming in for the first time and you think they're, they're not surely not, not going to waste this big guy so, like, when when you say big guy, you talking like, hey, he, uh, uh, triple XL, little big, or like, you know, who he reminded me of you know the the first Spider Man movie with Tobey Maguire when he gets on the bus and he's looking for a seat, and there's a big guy eating and he just goes, Mm-mm. it's that <laughs> it's that guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only comparison I could make. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I actually really enjoyed the segment this week. And there was a couple of teasers throughout the night, of course. And every time they came close to the compound, there was just this weird guy showing up out of nowhere. Like this crazy guy. And he just laughed and then just started running. So. And then enough would kind of look at him and go, he's obviously the athletic member of the family. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it, it was not yet. I, I've seen, I've seen the North off and on for. I want to say I, they've been around for a while, even when Drew McIntyre was there. Yeah, I think, and I've just never enjoyed them at all. 
No, I think what I enjoyed was they were just completely out of their element this week. So, obviously, they're the, they're the traditional tag team, and they're thrown into this compound, surrounded by all yeah. these crazy guys, um, and it's just rules out the window. They, they literally fought all over the, comp- the compound. Yeah. And and that, I know we kind of think, you know, Matt Hardy kind of originated the cinematic match, but it's like, ever since WWE did the Boneyard match, ev- there seems to be cinematic matches all over the place. Yeah, I mean, it's, it works, you know, I mean, you, it gives more ideas of, all right, so what can we do here? All right, well... This person can't come. Maybe we can go to them, or you know, we can't do it here. Maybe we can do it there, or that kind of thing. You know, so I mean, and it works sometimes, as long as you ain't going like forty-eight minutes. Yeah, I mean, it works. Just don't oversaturate it. We don't need to see a cinematic right. match every week. Yeah, like we said with the Stadium Stampede, it was a big crazy unusual match but they didn't do it in a cinematic style they just shot it like you would any other wrestling match kudos to them by the way for the damn editing when they were trying to drown matt hardy (laughs) oh man that was flawless yeah oh my god and uh the matto facts Matter of fact, whatever. I can't even say it. Oh my god, that was fucking great. Yeah. My cause... favorite part of that whole scene is is Ortiz is like, I can't swim. Get your ass in the pool, Benejo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man, we could we miss so much on that show when we were talking about it earlier. Damn, Chris Jericho pulling out a red flag and calling. Uh, uh, challenging the, the yeah, just like challenging Aubrey. Like, that was three. I challenged the play, and she's like, "What? I challenged the play. All right, let's go check the replay." And they fucking walk to the replay booth, like it's like fucking like the Jaguars are playing. And then of course <laughs> Jericho, like every NFL ever, you're a shitty rapper. <laughs> that that whole exchange her, was amazing. She has her own merch. And uh, it's As a picture of her shoot. saying, it's a picture of her, and it says, "Yeah, I said two. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, after, I think it was, like, Sunday, she tweeted the picture of her shirt, and it's like, I don't think Jericho has seen my new shirt or before the Stampede match. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said two. <laughs> they, they are well on the way in making... Aubrey bigger for AEW than Earl Hebner was for WWE. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just don't Absolutely. do any screw jobs with her. Yeah, for real. I think we could be safe. I think that even if they did like a screw job with her, it would just make it make her even better. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think they could really ruin her right now, especially if Jericho's in the damn ring with her. Fucking hell. It's, it's just very rare you see such personality from a referee yeah. like I can only really name two maybe from WWE obviously Earl Hebner Mike Kyoda um Harvey Woman yeah. yeah oh well yeah <laughs> but 
another one of my favorite parts in that match was them uh uh cowboy and uh Jake Hager. Are you here to drink or are you here to fight? <laughs> you know, it's all the same and they start fighting. And of course it's a bar fight. Fucking pool cue has to get broken. Yeah. It's not a and bar fight Hank... unless a pool cue gets broken. <laughs> and then I know Hangman absolutely loved the spot where he got drug across the bar. <laughs> He's like, I've been wanting this my whole life. After after the match he pours uh, Kenny uh, shot of milk, <laughs> milk flavored whiskey. <laughs> oh man, just, just so many highlights. Oh yeah, it, it, that that show was just so fucking great all the way around. Uh, and that that is a segue because we got highlights uh, of Cody on Impact as the flashback match this week was Moose versus Cody for the Grand Championship. Everybody remember that? <laughs> no. Oh lord. <laughs> I mean, I I do kind of like the concept of like three rounds, but it just doesn't really work in wrestling when you have judges and you know it's predetermined. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Uh, I I love this gimmick with Moose. I love yeah. it, and it's actually making me enjoy Moose because I never have before. <laughs> I, I I never liked him in Ring of Honor. Um. There was another company he was with. I didn't like him there. Yeah, I was um, never a big fan, but I always loved the theme. Yeah. yeah. But this this is really making him big for me. A little bit. Just a little bit. But I'm curious to know if somebody else could pull it off better. Yeah, he's really good it, at making us like believe it all. It's... In his mind, he is a champion, and that's all there is to it. Yeah. You know what's really funny to me watching Impact now? Seeing uh, Suicide and TJP on the same show. (laughs) 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 Like, I'm just waiting, waiting and praying for the day that they have a match against each other. Oh, they have to. (laughs) Yes. And okay, so you brought up impact. I gotta ask, how long has Hernandez been back? Uh, few months, I think. He is fat. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. This dude used to be like big, buff, and scary. He's just fat. Yeah, he slowed down. And a this is coming bit. from a fat guy. <laughs> yeah, don't. Don't quote me on this. I'm not 100%, but I think he came back for that one TNA like throwback special that they did, and then he came back again for... Um, Somebody told me he didn't have to go home? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> uh, then he came back for uh, Rebellion. I mean, he's kind of always been off and on, isn't he? I mean... Remember the yeah, the whole crap that went down with Lucha because he was contracted and they were using him on TV and they weren't allowed to and everybody got into shit. Yeah. Um, a very quick highlight was just um, Joseph P. Ryan referring to Crazy Steve as mentally unwell Steve. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> I mean, I, I like it. it. It's so much better than, you know, like the 80s gay porno star. Oh, but yeah. uh, <laughs> it's not, it, it, it's interesting. And I can't wait for, um, oh, hell, I'm blanking on her damn name. Uh, this is bad. Uh, Rob Van Dam's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know her name either. Mike, Mike uh, probably does. Yeah, she's a LFC star, too. I, I just can't think of her fucking name. Um, but she's supposed to be working with him as well in that uh, little gimmick. And she even talked how she, like, in the interview with uh, Mike, hey, she was like... 84. Hey. Yes, yeah, Katie Forbes. Yeah, she uh, she's like, I just, I just don't like wearing clothes, and I have to wear a turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man, so she's gonna be like on Joe Joe Joey Ryan's side. Yeah, as from my understanding, somebody who wrestles in lingerie. She's going to be part of cancel culture. That's great. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think I think what it is is like, so Rob Van Dam did the whole, you know, threesome celebration last year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you definitely have to see Mike's interview. They talk about that. <laughs> um, but, uh so I think they're trying to make up for that and just going a little bit too far with it. Instead of just like not doing it again, they're going to try to bring in a gimmick and bring people in that's a little too aggressive and too rated R and just turn them home. Like, okay, hey, you like to be naked? You like <laughs> people grabbing your penis? Okay. We're going <laughs> to clean you up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I'm seeing it. Because you got Joey Ryan that goes around doing the damn dick flip. <laughs> you got Katie Forbes that comes out in a fucking thong. <laughs> wow. And now you're now they're not allowed to do it. And they're putting like a turtleneck on her. He's trying to be politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like they've had a running with the fiend. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, on the topic of women in Impact, uh, we saw Diana Perazzo, um, a video package for her this week. So obviously she's on her way to Impact after being fired from NXT. Just when she was uh, starting to find herself there too. I was going to um, say, I don't understand why. She was doing good. Yeah. And, and she sounded great in this promo, too. So I can only imagine she'll go on to bigger things in Impact than she did in NXT. Sure of it. Yeah. Um, These baffling segments with Rosemary just hanging out in a bar. And this week she was talking about <laughs> uh, some kind of dark wedding, and she ended up killing the groom. Or something. It was just nuts. And I, I remember Rosemary when she first came to Impact, and she was literally 
a zombie. Yeah. And I thought that was so cool. And now she's just like, she's just like a normal woman in face paint talking crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand where they're going with her unless they're going to put her with Joey Ryan. Oh, right. <laughs> I, I honestly I hope that happens just so I can see Nicola's reaction <laughs> because that's like her favorite person <laughs> we may lose the demon assassin but we'll always have the demon ass yeah yeah um so main events I can't really talk about this without without spoiling it so I'm it's so fun. happy Elgin lost that was the main? That was the main event, yeah. You're telling me the only fucking impact match that I really watched and kind of gave a shit about, because, I, yes, I saw Ortiz get his ass kicked <laughs> by Ace Austin. I can't stand that fucking guy. I barely watched him do anything. And fucking Michael Elgin beat the shit out of this fucking guy, like, the entire time. Yeah. And then he just gets rolled up. And that was the main? Well, I mean, it was thanks to a distraction from Sammy Callahan. Oh, that stupid, like, music video or his fucking entrance? Yeah. I was like, way to get distracted, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that, like, wasn't that for uh, the tournament? Yeah, so that was the last semifinal yeah. match. Yeah, so he didn't even need to be in the tournament because he never even got the title shot that he was supposed to already gotten. Yeah. But because of lockdown. Blanchard couldn't be there, so he had to face Moose and Hernandez for the TNA title, which isn't even an active title. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but then, uh, apparently so. <laughs> Moose says it is. Uh, <laughs> but then, uh, so he he's like the number one contender. Elgin's the number one contender for the Impact title. And so he gets put into a tournament to become number one contender again. Yeah. And, and he just doesn't make it to the final. That oh. makes me so happy. <laughs> um, I mean, the final is now Trey versus Ace Austin next week. I would like Go to Trey. see it be Trey. I would like to see it happen, but we all know it's going to be Ace Austin. Mm. Unfortunately. For you. So, does this mean uh, that Tessa's coming back in two weeks? I would say so. Um, everything in the States, I don't know how it is in Canada, but um, I know everything in the States are slowly trying to open back up and you know which is pretty fucking stupid yeah you may but, be seeing tessa soon because uh looks like a bunch of impact people are heading out they're okay. giving though going back to work twitter stuff instagram stuff well in that case then this does kind of make sense because obviously we all expected uh tessa to win the x division title Last year, and Ace Austin yeah. ended up winning it, so I can see it full, full circle. 
Well, Ace, Austin, and uh, Tessa, they were kind of feuding before yeah. all this as well anyway. So, and uh, they were kind of like doing, They were. I feel like they were supposed to do a title for title match. Yeah. And it just never happened. So, uh, it's probably just coming back full circle and going to go back to Ace and Tessa going back at it again. Yeah, and then they have uh, Ace drop the title to Willie Max so that they can put him in the tournament to build it up towards Tessa. Makes sense. Right. Yep. All right, fair enough. But yeah, like I said, uh, probably the most enjoyable episode of Impact I've seen in the last few weeks since I've come back to Impact. <clears throat> Coming back to impact. <laughs> um, so, we had part three of the last ride this week. We now have to wait two weeks for the final two parts. Uh, I don't know why we need a mid-season break when there's only five... Is it only five parts? Only five parts? I think so. Why, why do we need a break? Just play it consistently for five weeks. But anyway. Because um, they want to torture us. Yeah, yeah I don't know because... why... WWE does that with their shows. I remember when the network was first coming out and they had uh, Mick Foley's like reality show on there. Yeah. And it was like five episodes and that was it. And I don't even know if the other episodes ever dropped. Uh, they they have the whole season pre-recorded, but they only drop half and then wait like six months or whatever to drop the other half. I'm like, fuck y'all. <laughs> was it was it probably around the time that they fired Mecca's GM or something? Uh, no. I think it was like before wow. he became GM. It was like when the network first came out, I think. Hell, um, I ain't got- but yeah, Probably when they had all kinds of those fucking weird ass shows. They had that. They had the uh, was it Camp WWE and all that other yeah. shit. And yeah. the Legends House was awesome. Yeah, I liked that one. I, I liked uh, what was it called? Swerve. Yeah, the the prank show. Yeah, I liked that one. That was fun. I mean, I've watched a couple of episodes of Camp WWE, and it's just so bizarre, especially when you got like Vince playing his own character and then you've got like baby stone cold baby cena yes. baby taker it's, just... <laughs> it's so fucking weird <laughs> but there's there's some really you know on pg jokes in it too which is even more bizarre yeah well that's wwe for you <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah there was nothing really surprising about this episode of last ride because we all knew how dog shit the the last match between Taker Kane and DX was and they knew it themselves and I love the fact that they were so open and honest about it and like yeah we just fucked it up <laughs> <laughs> we were too it's called old. taking responsibility yeah and they, they also referenced uh, Sean accidentally knocking Kane's mask off and I think it was maybe Sean or Triple H who described it as just a car wreck oh yeah which it was um, but you know for the most part it was just great 
as they went through that whole four-year rivalry with Sean and Triple H at WrestleMania, just amazing matches. Yeah, it was it was good for him to to see that being relived, like and to see his enjoyment. Because like we all know that a lot of people consider that probably like some of the best WWE work there has been. Mm. And then just to see that he got a whole lot of excitement out of it too. Yeah, it's great. And just things we we never really see like the after the match and Sean getting his farewell and everything. Um, and I th- gotta love the behind the scenes. Yeah, I think it was after Sean's retirement match when he literally came back through Gorilla and he's hugging, Taker's like the first one to hug him, but you see Triple H and Vince behind him and Vince is actually in tears. Yeah, Vince is like, where's my hug? <laughs> <laughs> no, we got to find a new master of WrestleMania. I Roman! He's like, Trips, you want to hug me? No. Not a boy. Ah. Yeah, I'm. I'm still. I'm. I'm kind of getting used now to seeing Taker out of character. I think that's the point of these. Yeah, I mean, it's just preparing us for when he does eventually retire. Well, he's never officially going to retire because he's got like 25 years on his contract. But when we stop seeing him compete, when he starts making like regular say, uh... appearances and stuff. I want to say Emir made a post saying how it's been talked about how uh, the Undertaker gimmick doesn't work in yeah, today's Yeah, Seth Rollins world. said it. Yeah. And, like, and I came back with nothing uh, works in WWE today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. There was, like, some guy that commented, I think, said that it never worked. What? I, I could be wrong about that, but that's I, I swear somebody said that. It's like the biggest character yeah, like, pro wrestling's ever produced. Yeah. I'm like, how does it not work? And how does it not work today? I don't understand it. I mean, today I think it's all just about the spectacle of The Undertaker. I mean, we all know he's not really a zombie. We all know he's pushing 60. But still, it's The Undertaker. He is, yeah, he's still very much a spectacle. The Undertaker gimmick doesn't work, but The Fiend does? Okay. Yeah. I you got it, buddy. Love the fact, <laughs> I also love the fact, now that we know, the longer his entrance is, the more he thinks the match is going to be shit. <laughs> I died laughing when he said that. I was like, so you knew that's why you took first ever against Goldberg. Got it. Oh, man, that's coming up next. And I, that's what makes it even worse, that we have to wait two weeks to see Taker's reaction to almost getting killed by Goldberg. Mm-hmm. He mm. didn't tuck. Mm-mm-mm. Jeez. Uh, can we Can we please just have it this week? Pretty please. I'll I'll, I'll even, get it over with. I'll even like, resubscribe the to the off. network if I have to. <laughs> Just bring it forward. <laughs> That's a hell of a deal you're getting there, Vince. You're actually getting a subscriber. What do you know? Rather than a cancellation. And 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 it'll probably be a regular price, not this like dollar ninety nine bullshit. 
Wait, whoa, whoa, what what deal is that? <laughs> a lot of people get a deal where uh, after you get your like you cancel your network and then like a day or two later you go to get it back and they give you like this cool deal of like you get like ninety like uh, three months for ninety nine cents. Oh yeah, I wouldn't know because I never went back. <laughs> <laughs> that or they'll send you cancel emails and like, I'm Come done. Back, um, I don't even know what email address they go to. It's probably one that I never use, so I don't really get it. I'm not even going to lie. I have been paying for the network since the debut. Well, I did until I canceled it. I think it was a lot. Actually, I think it was last June, so it's coming up to a year since I canceled it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've yet to do so. Yeah, I I've, I've, I've wanted to on multiple occasions, but I uh, never brought myself to do it. I, I keep it just in case my damn uh, recording device does not. Well, I don't. I can't <laughs> stream anyways, so I don't have that luxury. Nah, I'd be um, screwed if I couldn't. <laughs> I mean, I, I have never... a. Uh, I have Roku. Yes. And I have uh, uh, an app on there called Sling. Yeah. So that's how I watch all my shows, but. For whatever reason, hell, Moses knows all about it. For whatever reason, it decides when it wants to and does not want to record my shows. Like, I but have not the extra canceled... 20 bucks and go get a, a YouTube TV. Yeah, I haven't, uh, uh, I haven't like stopped, like, canceled the recordings for SmackDown, but. I was actually going to go and watch it because I feel like something happened on SmackDown nope. last week. I don't remember what uh, it was. I but think I... they announced the handicap match. But... Hell, I don't, I don't remember I don't hearing remember. anything major from SmackDown other than Bailey actually beating Charlotte. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Uh, I can't remember, but I was going to go and watch it for some reason. I don't know why. I think it was because I was just self-quarantined for many days and <laughs> was running out of things to watch. But, but like, I, I, it hasn't been recorded in like three three weeks or so. But uh, uh, it, it'll do that with NXT every once in a while, too. So oh, that's a big no-no. Yeah. So, well, I mean, it also comes on Hulu, but sometimes depending on weather or whatever, it, Hulu doesn't want to load properly. If I it doesn't record, if I can't get it to work on Hulu, I go back to the network and watch it that way. Uh, who would have thought you could rely on a network? Right. Yeah, I know, right? Or you'd have to rely on a network. Yeah. Shit. So that's that's like the only reason why I haven't, you know, cancelled mine yet. And of course, it's just too much effort to keep creating email addresses to get that free month. Right. Creative <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. juices run out after a while. Yeah. You just add in numbers. Um, well, one thing you won't have to stream 
is Trivia Takeover 5.0 Champions Chase, which is in two weeks, coming your way on June 11th, and it's now official that the Demon S will be defending the promo championship against El Jefe. So Moses cannot be challenged until after June 11th, but everyone else is free to do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, Moses also has his own goal to defend in the Champions Chase match against LRJ, Kenny Killer, The Phoenix and Travis for the Knowledge Championship. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> if you were worried about me, you need to go get your damn head checked. <laughs> <laughs> you just enter these trivia bouts for shits and giggles. Well... That's kind of what it was for. I the first time I did it, I was like, "Well, let, let's see how I do." And I didn't do horrible. I mean, I didn't get a single question right, but I didn't <laughs> do bad either. Like my my answers were like pretty damn good. Yeah, aside from they weren't two thousand twelve. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did it. I did say Hornswoggle on something on a year where he wasn't even born yet. So. <laughs> but but then it kind of then like the next one was like hey that one was kind of like you know just for the shits and giggles but then like the third one I was like I really don't want to fucking do it so let's make a stipulation if I lose at this I, I, I'm not doing it <laughs> but now it's like but now it's turned into I want to at least get one damn question right <laughs> um, two other bouts. Five years. <laughs> Travis is pulling double duty as well, uh, as he also takes on Robert Davis uh, in the promo league. Crazy Eyes is finally making his league debut, and the Butcher is back as he goes one on one with Rob Chef. And here's the kicker: both of these matches will award the winner two climbs instead of one. And, of course, the Predictions Championship is on the line as we predict Backlash. A new champion, of course, following double or nothing, is Travis Walker-Anderson. And also, you were wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah. Um, my match with Robert Davis, you can only climb one, but if you lose, you fall back two. Oh, okay, so we're flipping the rules on that one. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But, I mean, if you want to give the winner an extra push, that's I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> because we all know I'm going to whoop his ass. So, hey, you know. It's fighting weights. Hey, well, the my biggest thing with Robert Davis has always been, I've always wanted to go up against him because he's been one of my favorite competitors. He's always been... One of my favorite guys in all of it over the yeah. past year of me doing it. Mm. So I really look forward to going up against him. It never happened except for like one time, but it was a fatal four way, and I was more focused on the butcher and kicking his ass. Yeah. I so I never got that one on. Yeah, just that, just that one fatal four way. Uh, but that was it. And then he goes and talks all that shit to me, helping out Nikola. I'm like, okay, now you got to do it. You have to do it. <laughs> we have to do this. We got to make it happen. But then, like, I was just going to have fun with it. But then I get called out by the shape. 
So, sorry, Robert Davis, but you're just a warm-up. Sorry. You're just a warm-up. <laughs> I mean, you weren't going to have two out of three falls, too. Um, but, yeah. I mean, with how close Trivia Takeover is, that would have meant you were facing each other every week. Right. We should have been on, like, the second one by now, I think. Mm. Uh, well, the other thing as well uh, for Moses is he still has immunity. So even if you don't win the title after takeover, that means you're still going to be number one contender instead of dropping to third place. That's right. God, and then that everybody's going to be coming after you for the next two months. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I do have a, a giant uphill climb. Um, I was originally planning just to deal with the knowledge, but... The demoness is in sights, and uh, you know what happens when they're in the sights. You got to pull the trigger. So yeah, I mean, it couldn't have been perfect, more perfect timing, really, to get that immunity. Yeah, you're telling guaranteed me. Guaranteed yourself the number one contendership. And then worst case scenario, I just got to scrap it out with a bunch of people for a little bit. And yeah. it already looks like there's some people who are already chomping at chomping at the bit for me. Yeah. So. I'm I'm actually surprised that. After you knocked Amir down and then got the immunity, I'm surprised people weren't clawing at the best to come after you and try and, you know, get to the top. That's I, I think Brittany Savage was on her way, but uh, I guess it just didn't. Timing was not on her side. Mm. Uh, she's definitely one to keep an eye on as well. Just blazing Hell through people. I at one point said I was afraid of the demoness. Uh, I, I am no longer as afraid. But somebody who, I, if, if I can quote Ron Gronkowski, I have eyes in the back of my head. I am a little worried about Brittany Savage. Now, granted, I'm not going to put glasses on the back of my head like a dumbass like Gronk. But, <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm still looking back there. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, the bell has rung for another week. Click that subscribe button before you tap out on YouTube.com slash Max Wrestling. Follow us at SoundCloud.com slash Max Wrestling. And you can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and CastBox. CastBox. If you haven't already, join our Facebook group at Max Wrestling. You can find me at DazzyMWP. You can find Travis Walker Anderson at Walker underscore TA92. And I, as always, I'm going to let El Jefe do his own plugs. Gracias, amigo. Make sure you're following they're Smart... What, 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 what? They're, 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 your, your plugs are too long for Desi to do. <laughs> well, it's not just that. It's just I can't do it as well as Mike. There you go. <laughs> Nobody does it better than me anyway. So anyway, make sure you're following Smart Mark Radio on all platforms of social media, SMR Podnet, everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Instagram and Twitter have been like the new news feeds. I've been anytime I get any kind of news, we're dropping immediately on there. Go straight up to Twitter. There's a new SMR news update. It was like 20 minutes worth of stuff. There was also a, a lovely 10 bell salute that no company has given, neither Shad nor Hanakamura. I gave them a 10 bell salute. They fucking deserve it. Um, new retro dropped. There's supposed to be a double or nothing review probably coming later today if i don't go live it'll drop tonight and then uh maybe trav will be back you know what trav's not going to be back for a while i say he's off for a little bit he needs some rest he may be doing this and that's fine but as for 
going full bore. He's on rest for at least another week. So no international <laughs> incident for him. Sorry. It, it's it's kind of like Undertaker with Jav at the moment. You need to retire. Nope. <laughs> no, I'm not going <laughs> to. You know what? I, I really need to use the Max uh, Instagram more. I've just looked, and the last time I posted on Instagram for Max Wrestling was in November. Don't feel bad. Mine before that was February. Shit. Uh, what what what's an Instagram? <laughs> it's for hot chicks. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, oh, I, I just I just uh, it's a modeling during site. this <laughs> during this whole uh, uh self quarantine bullshit that I'm having to do. Um, I've discovered TikTok. <laughs> oh no, I think most people have to be honest. <laughs> Like I can't help it. It's fucking great. It's the fucking hilarious. I don't know what a flim flam is. It, oh, the, the damn. Oh yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's the version of TikTok. It's the flim flam. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, Dazzy, I, I gotta send you a couple of them. Uh, Bruce Willis is damn bored out of his mind in quarantine, and and he's been doing TikTok <laughs> and doing a bunch of diehard. It's stuff. It's freaking hilarious. Okay, if Bruce Willis has been doing it, I need to see it. Um, yeah. The thing that bugs me is we had Vine years ago doing the same thing. Yes. But now all of a sudden Vine it's this new thing and I don't get it. It's just a replacement for that and now you can add music and shit. Yeah, it's like Bebo was huge and then Facebook took over and then everybody forgot about Bebo. Well, about I, I was oh. going to... I know... Uh, uh, see, Brittany Savage, she records all of her promos on TikTok. Yeah. So I was trying to find hers to try to get some research and, like, dirty little secrets to use in promos for, <laughs> against her. <laughs> but I can't find her, so I'm like, fuck. I love the fact that she's always got a reference for her opponents. So for you, she had yeah, uh, no, Texas no. Walker, uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. For Mike Jolly, she had yeah. a bag of Jollies. <laughs> um, alright before we go as well there will be a new episode of Hollywood Curses coming out just before well you've probably seen it by now it comes out before this goes up so uh, that'll be on Poltergeist Hell yeah. and it is the penultimate episode of the miniseries sorry to say um, <laughs> also speaking of Robert Davis there's a brand new in the hot seats uh, he did with Mike this week go check that out and join us next week for the Trivia Takeover Go Home Show. Until then, we must now bid you adieu. Goodbye. Mwah, and good night. Bang. Buenos noches. Fuck COVID. <laughs>